Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with John and Garrett. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing well. I got a headache. Why is that? I don't know, actually. I thought I was dehydrated, but now I think it's just because of you. Oh, well, I have that effect on me. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. They call it a Mark ache. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I've given somebody a headache with my annoyance. Garrett, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Good. No complaints. Good. Actually, you know what? Yeah, no complaints right now. No? No Mark aches? No. Mark, Mark doesn't <laughs> affect me like that. He's immune. Well, um, we're, we're not in our normal studio space, are we? No. We're not even in our second normal studio space. We're not even in the same city. We are what? holed up in a fucking hotel room, hiding out from... Dorks. Insert something here yeah. that sounds really ominous. Dorks was good. Dorks like us. You guys are scared of dorks? Dork zombies. Wow. Dombies. People in costume. Yeah. People cosplaying. That's yeah. the same Smelly thing. Smelly right? people. Costume Smelly and cosplay people. would probably be the same yeah. thing. Okay. Hints. Because. I'm, I'm still new to the word cosplay. I don't know how to use how it. How could you in be new? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just used to being a person in costume. That's what it was said called when I was a kid. Okay. Cosplay wasn't a thing in the 80s, right? The 80s? Yeah, that term. I'm, I mean. We haven't been in the 80s in a long time. Coming up on 40 years, so... That was the last time I was in costume. <laughs> was in the 80s. Oh, get with the times, Mark. I guess. Anyway, we're in Dallas, Texas. Uh, here for the Texas Frightmare Weekend. The 14th annual, if you will. But our Two- second annual. 2019. Yes, this is the second time that we've attended. Um, we decided to do a podcast up here and tell you what we saw, tell you what we think. It's kind of a mid-recap, if you will, because we're actually, it's a three-day event. Well, a two-and-a-half-day event. We'll get into that. Yeah. But um, we're recording Saturday night. Uh, we have not had Sunday happen yet. So Mark, myself, and our two compatriots, our three compatriots, are going to be joining us. John is going to head back home. I am. They tricked me to come once. John did not join us on Friday, but we did find him on Saturday. Yeah. And he will not be here tomorrow. He has risen from Sunday. the grave. Insert rise. It's glad that we really soundtrack. broke this down. How rise from your grave? Yeah. <laughs> how me being here one day works? Yes, I was not here on Friday. <laughs> well, I, let's keep. Uh, I want to point out that some people's not as quick as you, John. <laughs> dissecting how that works. Wow, you guys are just on point today. Yeah, <laughs> I may sound a little tired. I'm kind of rubbing on running on fumes right now. He's rubbing um, on fumes. I rub off. Wait, that sounds bad. We'll stop. <laughs> no, like that. Um, Save that till everyone goes to bed, Mark. <laughs> good call. Yeah, we, we we got up here yesterday evening, me and Garrett. Uh, Garrett and I. Okay, thank you, <laughs> Professor. Um, we rolled in. Uh, we tried to get here early, and we did, and it still didn't help. No. Um, so to get into it, we've decided that we're going to uh, pepper in our criticisms with some positives. But let's start off with the biggest problem that we've had so far, which is lack of organization of this event. And this is the second year in a row we have run into this problem. Yes. Um, it's it's hard to believe that they would count this as the 14th time, and it seems even more in disarray than it was last year. Yes. It feels like they're trending in the wrong direction. I'm afraid to see what the 15th time will look like. Oh, man. It's just going to be blood on the streets. Yeah. Man. I don't know if it's that bad. I think what it is, I think <laughs> they just outgrown their pants, and they don't realize they got to go shopping. Like It's just like, you know, like you don't want to realize you've gotten fat. Yeah. I mean, they sold Saturday out, which I've been told hasn't happened before. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I was told by a lady who's been coming like quite often, like well, in the waiting room, mm-hmm. waiting room, that'll come back to haunt us in a minute. <laughs> I feel like they claimed last year they sold out too. 
Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that, but... Well, this was an advanced sellout. It wasn't like day of. True, maybe they weren't they selling sold tickets at the door, They period. were advanced sold out on Saturday, like a couple days before. And, um, but yeah, so we got here. Um, you evidently, and this is what we found out, you can show up on Thursday evening and pre-check in. Did not know this, but unless you want to take a whole extra day off work to come up here and just pre-check in, you know, you don't have that option. So Friday night is the opening night. Opens up at six o'clock. We rolled in at what, like five um, forty-five, five thirty, somewhere around there. Yeah, after a whole parking fiasco. Yeah, with the uh, there was uh, detours in the airport, so we did seven circles around the Dallas airport. But that was our own fault, so that's not on Frightmare. But we finally <laughs> get to we finally get parking. We drive through an entire parking garage, which is full up. No signs that say it's full. Drive out of that. Go over to the auxiliary parking. Find a spot. Come in. No, we jaywalked. Don't forget. We did jaywalk because, well, you know, totally committing crimes day one. Straight up yeah. white crime, boys. That's what I'm saying. Damn, <laughs> y'all. Don't tell us we buy about these rules. It's, I'm going to tell you a crime tip. Don't record yourself yeah, uh, I don't admitting it. Why Mark yeah. just blurted that just out? Just confessed right away. Uh, if I, I get a ticket for jaywalking, then I'm going to be impressed and I'll pay it. Yeah, uh, okay? I'm just saying, I don't know that you would stand up under questioning, Epi- Mark. Episode 68 is going to be recorded in a holding cell. Yeah, because <laughs> so. of you. I wasn't here on Friday. Please don't tase me. For the record, John's uh, like, yeah. you know, your honor. I did not jaywalk. But so we, we finally got My nickname got into was Snitch event. in high school. I can see why. Yeah. Self-snitch. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got into the event. We get downstairs and we find a check-in booth, um, which is just a couple tables with maybe like 10 people, maybe 10 people like checking people in. Yeah. We see the line kind of wind back and forth about four or five wines. And then it starts heading down the hallway. Now, this is the bottom of the Hyatt Regency Dallas. So it's like a, it's a huge area. The line starts going down the hall all the way to the end of the hall. We're walking, we're walking. We get down there. Then in that room, there's like 10 links of that room wound back and forth, you know, snaking all the way back and forth. They'll lead to this other hallway. Now that hallway is the photo op area. And so we get back to there and there's a lady like like stopping us like, oh no, if these are only for photo ops, go into this room. We get corralled into a room and then no one tells us what's going on. So after a while, we have to go get a photo op set up. We end up getting the photo op set up. Come back. The first room we were holding in is This is an capacity. important piece of information. Who did you get a photo with? Oh. Don't just fast forward past this Alex, amazing. Our friend Alex got a photo with Meatloaf. Yeah. The man himself. The loaf. The legend. The man of meat. The loafy <laughs> man. A man who I am told will do anything for love except for one thing. Yeah. You'll have to fill in the blanks there. Do but, you think it's you know. butt stuff? Uh, no. I feel like if you want to do anything for <laughs> yeah. love, butt stuff does not rank up there as the top no. highest thing. Murder? It's probably something culinary to do with meatloaf. <laughs> Cooking? Yeah. Like, Look, he won't eat meatloaf. Right. It'd be That's like can- it's cannibalism. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, we get to the second holding room and we all get crowded in there. The door starts closing behind people. So we're like relatively just cut off from everyone. About 30 minutes of waiting in this room, I finally go find like the help desk and ask them to get a manager and tell them like, yo, we're being crowded into a room. No one's saying what's going on. People are getting angsty and it's starting to like boil up. They send some people down. Suddenly the line starts progressing again because someone was told to get their shit in order. Took us like two hours to get checked in. Now you said you went to the, like the DMV that morning and here we are again waiting in an office that felt like the DMV. I was in and out of the DMV in like 20 minutes tops this morning in Austin. So shout out to the Cedar Park DMV. But nice. um, 
Yeah, no, it took us two hours to get in, which is kind of it's kind of shitty because like if you buy the three day pass, you automatically lose like two hours just checking in on Friday. Well, let's say you bought the one day pass and you decided to go on Friday. Oof. You're fucked. Yeah, you just lost like half your night. Frightmare. So, Worse service than the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but to be fair, once like I went and talked to them, they sent some people down, they started moving. It, it was actually going. But um, again, you really shouldn't have guests have to be like, someone's got to come down there and tell people what the fuck's going on. Because like there was rooms full of people like who's in charge? What's going on? Like no one knew what the hell was going on. Right. When you went to go do that, people kept pouring into the room. And then one woman was like, who's in charge here? And everybody's like, nobody. <laughs> it was just like, it was just madness. Everybody just sitting around going like, what happens next? We don't know what's going on. So that was very frustrating. And again, you know, we're, we're talking about some of the negatives right now, but there was a lot of positives too. We'll get into those, but our first impression, like I think you're your overselling a lot of positives. Well, I mean, it's, there will be positives. We will talk about them, but John, John is very bitter about being a, in pu- crowded public areas. So no, not crowd. I can deal with crowded public areas. Fire hazard public areas, completely different story. Yeah, Saturday was very crowded. But so anyway, we finally got in. And that was just kind of an unfortunate start to it. Like you really should have your process down to where you don't have to wait two hours to just get checked in to get your badges. Because if you did have a photo op, fortunately, the Wolf Studios, shout out to Wolf Studios. They had their shit in order. They were like, they had us our ticket for the photo op. We were back in line ready to go in like a matter of fucking like what less than five minutes they should yeah. be running the whole shit yeah wolf outsource to wolf might be the one yeah <laughs> it was night and day difference like because uh you know me and john and a couple other friends of ours we got a photo taken with sam Raimi, ted Raimi, and bruce campbell from evil dead uh that was like fast Dude, process and they just blew through us and we're like yeah awesome you guys should be running the whole yeah. damn thing like hire a couple more people and let's get to it. But because of the delay, uh, you know, I, I bought a piece of artwork that I was going to have Joe Bob Riggs sign. And due to the two hour delay of us getting in right when I went up to the line to, to talk to Joe Bob, they closed the line off. So I had to like worry about you were that. next in line. I was right? literally next in line when they shut the line down and said, come back tomorrow. And then it was like trying to juggle getting a photo op with Bruce Campbell and the crew or and Joe Bob. And I had to run back and forth. And one guy in the line was like, really, dude? Like when I cut back in line to go back to Joe Bob? Yeah. So Mark had to jump out of line <laughs> to go do the photo op with uh, with the guys. And I was like, oh, I'll wait in line for you because I'm not going to be in the photo. And uh, you can check all these photos out and stuff like that on the uh, the Grave Talk Instagram. I'll be posting those up towards the end of the weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started waiting for him and I waited almost the length of the line. They delayed the photo op a little bit. So you came back to get back in line. And one of the guys was like, what's up, man? Like it was like, calm down, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I get it. Like totally looked like I was just totally cutting in line right. in front of everybody. I was Except like, no. that dude was in line when you left. So it was like, right. he, he, but I mean, maybe he's not like your biographer. Maybe he wasn't paying that much attention to it. But, <laughs> you should. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, so... Dude, doesn't again, he know who you are? <laughs> I know. I'm on a podcast for crying out loud. Yeah. But yeah, so Friday was kind of just a wash. I mean, we got to see some of the vendor booths, and there was a few people peppered at their 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 tables, you know, signing autographs and stuff like that. But for the most part, Friday was just kind of a wash, which kind of sucked for a three-day pass because you're already getting only half a day. And then it took so long to get in, it was like we're cutting into that. But that being said, the guests this year were just top notch. I think that Frightmare did a great job of booking some like really good names. We had like Nick Castle uh, from Halloween. We had James Courtney, the the new shape from the, the 2018 Halloween. We had a couple people from the original Halloween, Nancy Loomis. Uh, we had like a bunch of people from Reanimator. 
Robert England. Robert England was here. Uh, we had most of the cast of the Dream Warriors um, from Nightmare on Elm Street. Joe Bob was here. Joe Bob um, Briggs and Darcy. Darcy the Mail Darcy, Girl. Elvira. Yes, Cassandra Peters. And a couple of adult film actresses as well. We had Jenna Jameson and Tracy Lords. Yeah, that's right. If that's your style. Tom Savini, uh, as mentioned earlier, the legend himself, Meatloaf, which <laughs> my eyes have been opened. I did not know that Meatloaf was this fucking popular. Dude. Like, yeah. I know he's popular, but like his line never got smaller. Like, Loaf's line was just extended the entire time I've, I was there. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was eye opening. It was eye opening to like know that Meatloaf was just this insanely popular. Meatloaf could go on a stadium tour right now. You think so? Oh, easy. Think, no, think, he's selling out stadiums. Do you think Meatloaf can still sell it out? How about this question? Do you think he's physically able well, to go on a stadium I tour? I haven't seen Meatloaf, so I don't know, you know, what he looks like, but Meatloaf holds up. I mean, he, he was holding up okay. I mean, maybe he's like old, but I mean, yo. But we also had Tom Savini. We had Barbara Crampton. Did you say Tim Curry? I didn't say Tim Curry because oh. I forgot about Tim Curry. But yeah. yeah, Tim Curry was here also. I meant Tim Curry is doing, I don't know, like 12 hours photo all day. That's a man who likes his fans. That's what's up. I think it's fantastic that he's here. I mean, yeah. he had a stroke and, and you know, we were all is worried about Is that what him. happened? Yeah. I, I wondered. I saw him like in a wheelchair and I was like, wow, what happened? Yeah, but he, I think he's back. You know, yeah. he's, he's recovered enough. He was the can only person whose thing said line or that he'll be here until he ends his his line. Everyone else had like an end time. He said 10 until close or, you know, his line is clear. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like there was some people here who like it was interesting, like uh, Lance Hendrickson was, yes, uh, was gangster. here. Um, and then the guy who played Lurch from Adam's Family, I can't remember that, Carl something. Lurchster. God, I, I'm sorry, dude, I just butchered your name. I'm sure you're not listening to the podcast, but if you are, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. But um, yeah, it was. it's interesting, though, because there's certain people, like, for instance, like when you were getting Joe Bob's autograph, now this is one of the biggest problems I have with conventions in general, and especially like horror and movie conventions. The actors and the famous people charge so much for yeah. a signature and a photo. Like Robert England's photo op was $125 for a single photo with just him. And then they had like packages with all the nightmare people for like 600 bucks or something Jeez. like that. It, I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit high, but it was like $400. It's so crazy though. Like, I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but it's like y'all are not $400, $600 photo worth. But autographs for me are personally. $40. And the thing is like, okay, maybe that's the actual value of it. Maybe I'm just coming in from like kind of a cheapskate perspective. But like, <laughs> that's all. If you want like, for instance, I got a, a badass Mondo Halloween poster and I was going to have, you know, Nick Castle and Courtney sign it. And I was just like, yo, I'll be dropping a hundred bucks just on signatures. And I was like, I can't afford that. So it's just so weird. But Joe Bob had very reasonable prices. Like you got a picture, a print, a signature for 30 bucks. It was 40. Yeah. But uh, was it 40? Yeah. Darcy, Darcy and uh, Joe Bob signed it. And then I got the print and the photo. Yeah. I think you can start, you can tell that there are people who like, I mean, maybe everyone likes their fans, but there are some people who are like of the people and some people where this is like a business, right? Like I'm here to maximize profit, maximize people. I see deuces, you know, onto the next one. Well, well to be fair, I think most people are there because they enjoy their fandom. Like they, they care about their fandom, mm. but I do feel like there are people who take it more of a, as a business, business. as opposed to yeah. a like, yo, look what I get to do. Well, clearly Robert, Robert England can do that. I mean, out of everybody there, he's a legend. His he line is fucking absolutely. legend. Yeah. He was, so his line was, is not bank, shrunk dude. either. No, he and that's probably why I decided I wasn't going to get in it to get my NES. At a hundred bucks a pop, my man made like $10,000 just for a photo. Just for yeah. photo. Yeah. Like I don't know how much his autographs cost, but 
I don't either. Maybe I'm just a hater because no one's paying me a hundred dollars for a photo. So you, you might be hating a little bit, but I mean, it, it was definitely interesting to like see certain people who you could tell they took this as like, yeah, yo, I'm not here to make money off you. I'm here to like meet you and hang out with you. But you know, my is, time is valuable. So there's a little bit, but there's also people who are like, yeah. this is what I'm worth. Again, no, no knock against either way hey, you want to look at. I it. respect the hustle, man. I'm not. I don't know if I were in a position where if I could charge a hundred dollars for someone to take a photo with me that I wouldn't. You know, I have no idea because I'm never going to be in that position. But I just thought it'd been cool to I have respect them, the hustle, like all the Halloween cast to sign that poster. But again, that would have cost me like three hundred bucks at the end of the day. Right. Just to get right. That. And I was like, not worth it. It's yeah. good. You know, on the positive side, it's awesome to know that uh, Jabob is an awesome guy and Darcy is an awesome gal. So, dude, he was they so, were so down to he earth. He was so down to earth and personal. And and Darcy was like, she was stoked. Like when you asked for autographs, she was like taken aback. Like really? Like you want my? I was like. She's just so thrilled to be part of what she's part of, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy's fantastic. Um, I love her addition to the show on Shudder. It's, you know, Joe, Joe Bob's old school horror. Yeah. She's kind of new school and it's fun to watch them interact. He's like, really? You like that kind of yeah. shit? It's you know? funny. I love her for that because when she'll say like, I like the remake better. I'm sitting there going like, I'm kind of new to horror too. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. so do I like, <laughs> so I kind of relate to Darcy and the fact that it's like, look, I like what I like. I understand it's not like the sacred, you know, like the original, right. but uh, I did get to ask. I was like, hey, Joe Bob, where do you get all your sharp dress dress coats or whatever? And he's yeah. like, wherever I can find them, man. So, you know, that That's was cool. He's always like looking dapper. Yeah. And his, his jacket today was on point. That's a sharp dress man. Yeah. Is, Cute sure. as easy top. <laughs> um, I did find out that, uh, uh, well, I, I think it was on Twitter not that long ago. They revealed that Joe Bob was in a horror movie called Hogzilla and it never came out. Um, Darcy's been on the hunt to locate this film so they can air it on the show. Well, it turns out the person that was editing this movie died and didn't finish editing it. So she got the movie and she's finishing the yeah, movie. Yeah, she's got the raw footage and she's finishing the edit because the, the director was like, oh my God, if you want to do this, absolutely. So either Darcy herself or whoever she's working with, they are working on editing that movie and it should eventually be coming out. I think she that's said amazing. it definitely is. So yeah. yeah. And I think that's incredible uh, that she would take something on like that to that's finish a movie cool. that, you know, she didn't have anything to do with, but yeah. the, the fans, I think Joe Bob's fans want to see this. It's probably going to be terrible. Oh yeah. But maybe it's going to be so bad. It's good. But again, that just kind of goes to show, and this is, I think I mentioned it at last year's episode is like, I'm not huge on a lot of these actors just cause I'm like, I'm not really like familiar with a lot of them, mm -hmm. but I love the fact that like we had this opportunity. We get to, we get to like meet these people. We get to talk to these people. We get to kind of interact with them at least in some form or fashion. And you do meet people like, you know, Joe Bob and Darcy or you know, like I, I had Nick Castle sign something. The dude was just the nicest fucking dude. And he like shook my hand. He didn't have to. Like, I think that's one of like the few, like maybe like the one of three times I've ever been like starstruck in my life. I was like, Oh my God. Like I had this huge grin on my face. I was like, Nick Castle. Fuck. That's awesome. Now I know you took the opportunity to tell him that you were not there for Halloween. You were actually there to praise him for the last Starfighter. Correct. You know something I've ever actually seen the last Starfighter. Are you, what? I've <laughs> never seen it. I'm sorry, you guys. I know it's like he plays video games and gets taken to space because his skills like play. I know like every nerd thing that I've seen has spoofed it and like homage. It's like it. a childhood dream of yeah. every arcade game playing kid. It's like I played I'm Street go Fighter. To space I played Street Fighter. It's not like some like person who was like, oh, your Street Fighter skills will help you win the Kumite against fucking Jean Claude or anything. Uh, I think you should remedy this problem. It still holds up. Yeah. It's Big fun. homework assignment really? for you is to watch the last. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. It's in the same vein of like a Goonies or, yeah. you know, that level. I'll of tell you what, film. I will watch it and report back on the next episode. Okay. Sounds good. 
Where were we? We were talking about um, how it's just really cool that, you know, this 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 event does exist. And it is really awesome that something like this is based in Texas. Yes. You know, we're so close to it. And it's so cool to see the horror community and everyone come together. And Lance Anderson went on and on about us being a tribe. I know as a group, we are a tribe. We're a tribe about these <laughs> things, science fiction, horror, all of the things that we can also dream of making, like making a a little movie on our cell phone or whatever. And so who knows where everybody's headed? We don't, nobody knows. <laughs> I might be, this might be my last movie. That was kind of corny, but cool. And I, I, I felt it. That guy is just, he's dude, off the he's rails OG, fun. Man. That dude is amazing. I would love to grab a beer with him. Like he's, he looks like, he sounds like he's got so many stories yeah. and he's just willing to talk as long as you'll let him. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, he's, he was a cool he guy. He like came in, basically took over the panel from the poor host. He was trying to like have a regular panel. Oh, he it, bulldozed right over dude, her. He, he was, was like, this is my panel now. For a little bit, he humored her and let her ask questions that he would not answer. He would she'd <laughs> yeah. be like, tell us about your process. And he'd be like, we're just such a tribe. Yeah. But completely ignore her. And then he just took over completely. And then he went straight to, he like jumped the gun. He's like, let's take some questions. And she's like, I guess we're going to take questions now. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point he was like, he got really emotional with us and was like talking about like, like, Hey, this is really cool. It's awesome. We get to do this. You know, I really appreciate it. And that's about all I have to say about it. So, you know, let's wrap this up. Have a good, yeah. the, 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 the uh, moderator was just like, she kind of threw her hands up. Like, I guess we're done. Yeah. <laughs> he ended 20 minutes like, early, but it was still amazing. Like yeah. when you're 70 or 80 years old and you're done, you're done. You know, it's just yeah. time to, when, they're, when they're finished talking, that's over. Uh, yeah, he was great. Um, we also got to sit in and see the uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night panel. Is that the movie with, they kept saying the, the, the it's trash day, it's garbage day, whatever. Is that that line, is that movie from that movie? Yes. That line from that movie? Yes. Garbage day! Huh? No! Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is the garbage day thing that kind of, you know, blew up on YouTube. You used to send me YouTube. that clip, and I was like, I didn't know what it was. Dude, I, I love it's, it's some of the best film ever made. that <laughs> uh, was committed to film anyway. Uh, for five minutes, like the scene goes on of this man going down the street, shooting people. Just some of the worst, best acting you've ever seen. Wow. I love worst, best acting. Yeah, it's very good. Um, we got to hear them speak, and um, then I got to sit in and, and check out Felissa Rose's panel. And she is just full of energy and happiness. And it was so good cool. to see her uh, up on stage, man. I'm she so glad cool she's embraced shit. this community because like, it seems like, it's a, I think I was telling, I was telling my friend Alex about this. I was like, that role is so like weird. Like, you know, like it almost seems like most people want to distance themselves from that, but she's embraced it so much. I love the fact that she's just so excited to be part of the community and everything like this again. She did kind of touch on that a little bit, um, you know, saying how she did the first film and then um, that whenever Sleepaway Camp 2 happened, they called her up to audition, but they'd kind of changed the character of Angela to make her almost more comedic. I think I still haven't seen uh, Sleepaway Camp oh, yeah, 2. Wait, they made her it's, audition it's for a part she already played. Yeah. It's Bruce That's Springsteen's daughter. Oh, she, really? She is in the second and the third one. Uh, teenage Wasteland and whatever the fuck it was, un Unhappy Campers. Gotcha. Um, they did change that. It's much more campy. Like, it's much more, like, self-aware. 
it's played serious, but the Angela character is much more like, you know who I am and what I do kind of, you know, like unspokenly kind of played out that way. Mm-hmm. So it is very different feeling, but they're, they're fun. She was saying when she came in and she was reading for Angela, he's like, this isn't the same Angela that I played. And she's like, I don't think I can, you know, bring what you're asking for. And then she went to college is what she said. She hmm. just went to school. Hmm. Um, but they brought her back in 2003 for Sleepaway Camp 4. She played Angela again. Oh, really? That's yeah. the one where, like, it's kind of ties, like, is that the one, like, t- 20 years in the future or whatever? I think so, yeah. Where it kind of ties the old story. Yeah, it's the the unofficial proper canon sequel. Yeah. And she, she, she told us all about how just watching this stuff unfold, you know, you shoot a movie 30, 20, 30 years ago, and then all of a sudden it becomes a cult thing, and you've got all these followings. Yeah, that's the... How crazy it is. Silent Night, Deadly Night, folks were saying too that just right. crazy that 30 years later now yeah, like, they got the, they got yeah. invited back to the like 25th 30th year anniversary of depending on which one one or two came out and they were just like there was rumors going around that they had just like chose to like be out of hollywood They're like we never chose that y'all just we didn't know anything was still going on with this yeah so it must be a weird feeling so i think that's kind of what she's embraced is like she's impressed or you know she says she's always surprised that people are still like wanting to come talk to her and like right. she just she loves it man she she says that she's all about spreading happiness and all that kind of stuff. sleepaway camp is fucking amazing I, I love that movie so much it's very good but i definitely see what you're saying garrett uh you know a spoiler for this movie um angela turns out to be a boy uh she that was forced to change to a girl by her aunt right yeah basically she's just kind of like gender identity kind of brainwashed the beginning and the ending scene is her butt ass naked with the dick hanging out and that's the big crazy reveal of that movie so i I get what you're saying is like the fact that she would embrace something that could be so shocking and she makes this this guttural noise i mean we i think we've talked about this before but yeah it's this like if you've ever seen sleepaway camp you get to the final scene it's like to be known for that you have to either be willing to completely accept it or walk the fuck away from it but it's cool that she's into that like i said it's but it's, it's so interesting because like some of these people like just are just genuinely so stoked to be there. Like the fans are like the people who are there also just love the community and it's, it's good to see. So while we had issues with the event, I think that the problems lie with the event, not so much with the content. Sure. I think the content's good, but getting to the Agreed. content, like for instance, the content itself, like we didn't even know what the schedule times were of the panels Until a week before, the Saturday before, you know, whenever they already sold all the Saturday tickets. And when we looked at the schedule, it appears that most of the good stuff is on Sunday. Yeah. Or a big, big chunk of it. If there was something that somebody wanted to see and they they only could afford the Saturday, you know, past Mm -hmm. their SOL. Right. Realistically, if I had known the schedule, I probably would have come on Sunday. Right. Because that is... There will be better panels tomorrow than there were I mean, people today. coming from out of town got to plan their trips. Right. You know, they got to buy the tickets to fly here, all kinds of stuff. I'm sure there's people that have done that. And now right. they might be disappointed if they didn't do the whole weekend. That stuff needs to be tightened up. Because, like you said, Garrett, they are pulling the good content, but the organization of all of it just, it needs to be ramped up. And maybe they've outgrown the space, too. They 100% they, have. They they, won, yes, John is right. They have 100% outgrown that space, and we've known that. We knew that last year. Yeah, for sure. But honestly, it's just organization. Like, the way they have it set up, they've got, like, autograph lines right next to merchandise booths, and it's all intermingled. But the problem with that, though, is, is like, there's no one organizing how the line's supposed to go. So you've got lines that like start one area, have a gap, continue over here, have a gap, continue. And so no one knows this. So people are just jumping in the middle like of broken lines. 
There's no like, hey, let's wrap it around this way so you're not blocking. I feel like I can't look at merch without like you're being pushed either standing, along by standing people in behind. line yeah. of like the line of people waiting for autographs or being pushed through the walkway, the the moving traffic, and it's like it, it becomes a huge clusterfuck. And honestly, it just takes like someone saying, hi, John, you stand here all day. You guide the line around this way. Cool. That's your job. It may suck, but that's your job. Right. And some barriers, man. They 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 need a lot more of those of like the guide people where right. to Outlining stand. where they should yeah. be, where the where line, line starts. A few signs, signs like signs Joe, Boggs, Joe, Bo- Joe Boggs, right. Joe Bob's line starts here and then it basically kind of moves. And I mean, sure, there's going to be times where it's like too big and maybe like they didn't plan for it to be. And so they got to like kind of improvise. But to have an initial setup, like separate the vendors from the autographs. Like Easy at Comic-Con, win. that's what yeah. they do. You have all the autographs over there and they have specific line cues and the vendors over here. That way... You can shuffle and look at your wares, you know, pedal your wares or what have you. And then you can stand over and wait in line for 40 minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I will be honest, dude. If, it, I, if, I, if I was to base my feeling of this con on Friday alone, I would have a super negative opinion of this thing. I'm glad Saturday turned out to be better. Which is weird because this is the day it was sold out, too. Right. Like, we, it was the waiting in line to get the damn wristband. That's what really just put a uh, you know a cloud over everything, and the the amount of time you spent waiting around really made me disinterested to go stand in other lines, like right. like the Robert England line. I don't even want to attempt that now because I've already stood around way too much. Yep. You know. Well, to be fair, I will agree. You you are right because and it'd be no, no knock against you guys because it was very frustrating, but like. You guys are being so negative while we were waiting. I'm sitting there trying to like zen out and be like, okay, this fucking sucks, but we can get through this if we just fucking like zen out, let it work itself. You know, like we'll get there. And you guys are like, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, it was just like, it was weird though, because like, I don't fault you guys for that because the whole situation created that. And I was like, if that's with us, imagine that on like everyone who's here waiting. Like it does cast a real negative like first impression of the event. And so, but it's an easy fix. Like it's super easy fix. And yeah, what were you saying, John? Just put some money towards one adult yes. <laughs> to they come in and just, organize. Need, I need an adult in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need a legit event coordinator, like, and not someone who's like, oh yeah, I work on Frightmare, you know, six months out of the year, whatever. They need like a they need a professional organization to come help them. They have outgrown i think a kind of grassroots the diy thing doesn't quite it. work this way anymore. yeah like it works when it's a couple hundred people when it's thousands of people now it's like mm, what was it you, when you were going to uh the the wristband line you walked by a woman what was that exchange you, so you walked by an employee and you said something snarky oh yeah it was, so we, were, we were waiting in line we were almost at the wristband thing and we're like they had the line broken up like so there could be a walkway through the line again Stop having lines where you need... And this is like right near the entrance from the major stairs. So it's like stop having lines that go right past like your major entrance. But anyway, um, one staff employee was talking to another. He's like, I need you to go do this. And she was like, well, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, look, what are you supposed... She's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, I have no idea what we're supposed to be doing. And I was like, well, that's fucking comforting. And she just gave me this like eat shit look like, oh, fuck you, little kid. And um, <laughs> I was like, whoa. I mean, she was... Mark, you walked up and she's like, why is she staring daggers at you? And yeah. I was like, I said something. I, I gotta go. I'm in trouble. <laughs> but I mean, there, there was... But um, to be fair, the merch this year, not to get into the, like, the actual vendors, but mm-hmm. like the Frightmare merch... Their um, screen print this year was amazing. And I don't know the artist's name off the top of my head, but 
damn, that guy did a killer job on that. The shirts, I thought the design was kind of lackluster personally. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the design, but the, the way it was printed left a lot of detail out. But man, the prints were top notch. So kudos to the artists who did that. I'll say there's a lot of great vendors this year. Yes. Um, some returned from last year, and then we had some uh, additional ones, too. There was, like, booths selling phantasm balls. There were signed Freddy gloves. Uh, the reanimator syringes that were blacklight, like, reactive. Yeah, rad stuff. Um, if I had all the money in the world, I would have bought one of everything, obviously. And, yeah. oh, the uh, Lament Cube from... Uh, oh, the Lamentation Cube. Lamentation Cube, right. And the guys, like, it had two different versions, the standard one, and they had the music box one. You could turn it, and it actually played the song that plays in the mu- the movie... Yeah. When they're doing the cubes, I thought that was like fucking genius. And totally cool. Those were great. Mondo was there with some amazing prints. They had a oh, great Halloween man. print, an Exorcist print by Tobin that I wish would look better in my house because I would have grabbed it. But like the design is just too minimal, and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have popped it was in my my lighting. Such a gorgeous print, though. Oh, I'm surprised yeah. you didn't get it because that's I like your movie it too. So bad, that's your movie, John. But it's a fucking huge and it's I've, standard like 36 by 24. Oh, I was watching him uh, debate with his wife, and she actually talked sentiment. She into did, him. yeah. She's like, you know, hey, get it if you want. You know, and she wasn't like, no. But, oh, over text. Yeah, oh. but she was like, you know, <laughs> here's like the reality, right? It's a fucking huge print. We already have posters all over our house. Like we have artwork and posters everywhere. She's like, you're gonna have to take a bunch of things down. You have a theme going, and I was like, oh, I think one of the ladies that was helping out logic. was like, put it over your bed, and we yeah. were like, yeah, nothing says nothing says let's make a baby like staring at that. Yeah, but she helped me not make a, right a poor decision because we wouldn't have had any place to put it. But god damn, it was a sexy print. They so Mondo was there with some great prints. You can check out some of the prints they had at Mondo's website. But uh, London 1888 was there again selling their shirts. Always kicking out the best fucking shirts. Um, our buddy um, Richard is wearing one of the uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street dare, you know, with the syringes on Freddy's fingers. That was a great one. They got the trimmer shirt. If you don't know their stuff, check out London 1888. I'll always plug them whenever I can. Sure. I got um, one of their shirts, too. Yeah. And those are the, the, the people that did the prints, that little, like, they had, like, a million little posters. They were there again. Mm-hmm. Zombie gear. Um, Arrow Good. video was yeah. there. Um, if you like horror, they got your shit. Yeah, they yeah. got you covered. Fright Rags isn't there, though. I've noticed Fright That's Rags never shows up. Why not? I don't know if it's just not worth their time or the money, but um, maybe they do enough without having to like network like that. But anyway, they had some good vendors. They always have good vendors. That's never been a problem. Um, some great artists were there. As an artist myself, it kind of pissed me off and made me super <laughs> jealous how good they were. It was like, ah, oh, you sons of bitches. How did you get so good? Envious. Yeah, it's a little bit of envy, but also that that proudness of like, yeah, yeah fucking artists are out there doing that shit. That's awesome. For sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, we didn't eat the food this year. No. You know, I almost <laughs> did. I almost cracked, but Garrett did save me. Oh, it didn't look any better, though, dude. It, it did, did not, not look any better. I mean, I get it. It's con food, but at the same time, it's like, wow. It's just, it's always baffling, like, how, like, terrible con food is. Yeah. It's like, have some respect for your people. You guys see any uh, good cosplay, or maybe what do you thought was the best one? I think there's m- there's more than there was last year, which was awesome, and there was a lot of really great cosplay. Um, I wish they got their act together and had, like, a cosplay competition Why or a parade a or something. We talked about that. Yeah. Me and John at dinner were, like, like the fucking, like, classic game fest in Austin, like, right. the most low-rent fucking con has a, a cosplay thing. But Why I also don't trust that they could organize <laughs> getting everyone together in one room on a stage and pulling that off, but there's so much quality and effort is going into these costumes. It seems wasteful to not have a more organized way to display them. There was some great evil within cosplay from the video game. Oh really? I missed yeah. that. There was a giant pyramid head on Friday. I saw the pyramid head um, from Silent was, Hill. 
Eight bit Ness Jason, you got a picture with him. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Um, we had uh, Hell. Wait, the Savini Jason. I don't know the name of that Jason, uh, but there was some really good Jasons there. We had, um, you know, of course, as always, you got your sexy Chuckies and your sexy Bride of Chuckies. Um, a lot of good original costumes yes. too. Um, you know, people on stilts. You know, wearing just oh, all you're kinds like, of crazy stuff. Oh, you're talking like OC, like original characters. Yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All kinds. I, mean, I saw some of those. I didn't know if it was just I was that out of horror that I didn't know who <laughs> these were. It could be that too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe they were like really deep cuts or I guess we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. But the point being is they were incredible, man. Stilts, lighting effects, like the whole shit, man. Did you see the They Live couple? Yes. Or well, I don't know if it's the I, same one, but I, I got, got a picture. picture. Like uh, the guy dressed as the alien and his wife, his like lady was dressed as uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, I got a couple pictures of those. <laughs> I didn't see Rowdy. I'll, no. I'll put those up. Uh, we got a really good picture of that. And then I think my, there was a dark man out there. I saw. There was a dark man. Awesome. That's rad. Yeah. Um, my, my winner for cosplay though, someone was dressed up as Peter from what we do in the shadows, the Nosferatu yes. version. And he had like a little stuffed chicken and it was so great. We got a picture of that too. We'll, yes. we'll throw all this up on the Instagram. I only saw the picture, but it was an exceptionally looking, uh, ex- exceptional looking costume. He did that. That Peter did a great fucking job. People have done some really good jobs. We also ran into a half price book employee dressed as a nun. Shout out to all my nuns out there. Mwah. Love what, you. Why does half price books have anything to do with that? Yeah, I think she was just dressed up, oh, she, but okay. she was like doing the half price books booth. Um, I think my favorite one was the Sharknado duo. Oh, I didn't see that one. It oh, was, that was great. That they was were wearing Friday, shark right? masks and they had a tornado wrapped around them and they would just spin around in the oh, hall. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, you you people that dress up, kudos to you. Yeah. You guys have way more talent and time that I could possibly put into a, a costume. So, back, I mean, just back into it. I mean, again, it's always a fun event, but it's just fraught with like just poor planning. Not poor planning, poor execution. Yes. Yeah. I would argue it's poor planning too, though, because if anyone like went down into that that basement and was like, "All right, let's <laughs> that basement," it feels like it at times. Yes, and like, all right, let's pretend people were going to line up. How would they do it? I think like two thirds of these problems could be solved. It feels like the staff, and I actually don't blame the floor staff. This is clearly an execution at like a management or your director, whatever level, that is just like, oh, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. And every every year they're like. Wow, that, that was didn't crazy. Didn't expect this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, wish I mean, it's only the fourteenth time we've done <laughs> yeah. it, but I didn't expect this. That was fucking surprising. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember her name, but the the woman at the uh, the help desk who got me to like get people to go back there and start telling people like communicate, and the yeah. moment they got the line moving, shout out to her. It started with like a. Uh, Kristen or Amberlynn. I don't know. Anyway, you know who you are. If you're listening, like you did an amazing job of getting that line and everything going again. So thank you for that on Friday. But yeah, the staff was just busting their ass. I mean, they just, uh, unfortunately, the the, the lady was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, like your, your staff should not ever not know what to do. They're as out of the loop as the people like as us, as the customers, which is not a great situation to your point. It's like, oh boy. Definitely. Well, if, we they, if they just tighten that up, I think this event could just be next level, though, because they always have great guests, the yeah. great guests, great vendors, you know, the people there. Sure. As all with any con people. Remember, you got to shower daily. Oh, um, there's dude, some, there's it did some not take smells. long for there's it to some fucking rough odor smells at, at, at Frightmare. But for the most part, everyone's super fucking nice. Everyone's happy to be there. Everyone's like even when you're pissed, we're trying to be like when that guy was like being an ass to you about like quote unquote cutting in the line. He yeah. was very polite about it. He right. was very like, 
Like, he's like, really, bro? Very passive aggressive, <laughs> yeah. polite yeah. about it. He could have just been like, fuck you, little kid. And it was like, I don't yeah. know why I keep referring to us all as little yeah. kids. I, I feel I've like a little, little kid, kid whenever I go to events like this. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I'm waiting for an adult to be like, Garrett, stop touching that. Yeah. It was kind of strange how the uh, air conditioning was just patches of heat. Like, where you're just walking around and be like, wow, this is a really hot yeah. spot. It was really terrible. And oh, they also, it was nice to put all the photos in the hot spot. Right. You guys wait and sweat. Maybe have a little pit stain yeah. before you get that photo with Bruce. Whew. They want you Thanks to have that sweet photo glisten. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to give you glossies because yeah. you're already giving it the effect. Right. Matt, please. I'm already glossy. Um, well, we got one more day. What do we think tomorrow's going to be like? Well, tomorrow we've got the Halloween panel with uh, the shapes, uh, with Loomis. We got I mean, Joe Bob's panel. We got Joe Bob's panel, which I think is going to yield probably the most useful information out of. I mean, Lance Hendrickson, fucking hats off to you, dude. You were a riot. I I want to entertaining as fuck that man. You're welcome yeah. to come. He loves Texas. You're welcome to come to Austin, and we will take you out. We will bankroll your fucking night out if you want, as long as it's within reason. We are working stiffs. I think that man might have expensive tastes. Yeah. Hey, I want to risk it if it means a night out with Lance Garrett Henderson. is willing to bankroll your night out. <laughs> yeah. I need Capital One, please call me. I need to take out a line of credit. Lance <laughs> Hendrickson is coming to town. but um, I will buy you a steak at the Sizzler. Ooh, the, he, does uh, Austin have a Sizzler? No. All right. <laughs> we will make a Sizzler. Yeah. I'll make a the steak The overhead's going to be ridiculous. But um, no, he probably had like the most enjoyable panel so far, but I feel like the Joe Bob is going to be like the most like like juicy, like data filled, like information. Cause he's got the new shutter series. He's got his comeback. He's got his little tour. He did, you know, Darcy's involvement. I mean, it, there's so much there to unpack. I think that's going to yeah. be really fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really excited about the Halloween one though. Also, because as you guys know, that's like probably like my favorite horror movie. Sure. Or franchise franchise. Yeah. And then to round it out, we've got the evil dead panel at five, which oh, shit, I, I forgot about really that. wish it wasn't the last thing on Sunday. Cause I we, do. I would like to roll out a Look little early, but, uh, high quality stuff that maybe should be on the busiest day of the con. I also mm. forgot that we, we didn't say Bruce Campbell was here. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, we talked yeah. about getting our photo and how well oh, run. Okay, when I was, was naming off all the guests, I, I forgot. But again, I know I'm not a fan of the Evil Dead stuff. I'm not a fan of Bruce Campbell. Not like I don't like dislike him, but I'm just not like really into like the stuff he's done. So I always forget about it. So I felt like I was like, oh shit, I left him out. But I would say that Ghostbusters and Bruce Campbell single handedly made me like horror movies. Nice. Really? As a kid, dude, I first I know saw you've talked about Army like, of Evil Darkness Dead. was one of the first things I ever saw as a kid as a horror movie. I mean, you saw Army of Darkness before Evil Dead? Dude, I didn't know Evil Dead existed until late high school. But you knew Army of Darkness. Did. I watched it all the time. <laughs> wow. John, do you have anything like that? Like where you were like blind to the, the, the origins of something? I'm sure nothing comes to mind, to be honest, but uh, I'm sure that that has happened. No shit. I told my dad about Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, two years ago, and he's like, you never told me there was more of them Army Darkness movies. <laughs> <laughs> Police Academy is my series. And I, I, I knew Police Academy 4 and 5, and I had never seen 1, 2, or 3. Get the fuck out of years, here. For years. For years. Are you for serious? Yeah. <laughs> I had only ever seen Police Academy 4 and 5, and I was like, these are fucking amazing. I just didn't ever register. Like, there's got to be more. That never. We didn't get the 4 and 5 I mean, out of nowhere. I saw the Ghostbusters cartoon. This is Leonard Part 6. <laughs> this is Leonard Part 6 <laughs> yeah. all over again. <laughs> I saw the Ghostbuster cartoon years before I saw the movie. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay, well, that's so, one. Yeah, I yeah, mean... That definitely counts. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> that's, 
that's almost dude you must have had your mind blown you finally saw ghostbusters the movie yeah because they are not really close to ghostbusters it's a cartoon but i blame that being young like i feel like now hold up yeah you're talking about the real Ghostbusters? Yes. Okay, yeah, not he's the not other Ghostbusters that has a monkey in it? No. Not the, the 70s okay. cartoon. The Ghostbusters cartoon that was based off of the movie. Okay. Yeah. So I would have probably told you when I was like 10 that the Ghostbusters movie was based off of this great Ghostbusters cartoon. <laughs> I don't know if y'all I wanna, have seen I it. I look at the work they've done. Now that we've been talking like the end of a series versus missing the beginning of it. And Mark's like, are you talking about the thing that happened before the thing that we're talking about? Like he just flipped the entire like concept of what we were just talking about. Yeah. Of course he was talking about real Ghostbusters. I'm just making sure because <laughs> I gotta tell you, some people don't know never, about the other Ghostbusters. Right. Mark just never wants to miss an opportunity to basically like <laughs> fucking intellectually like professor. Like, did you actually know there was a monkey Ghostbusters? Well, actually there was a Ghostbusters of the seven. <laughs> Nobody is ever. I love that voice. You need to do that so much more. Nobody is ever talking about that Ghostbusters. <laughs> that, ever. that is true. All right. The, the rights owners probably do, and they're the only ones. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, I think we kind of summed it. I mean, overall, let me let me ask you guys this. Um, out the gate, based off, let's let's rate it individually. Let's rate it by today, the busiest sold out day. And then the overall, like your overall impression with the weekend so far. Out of a scale of one to ten, what would you rate those two things on? Mark, you go first. Um, taking into account the organization and the content and how busy it was. We'll do overarching first before your single Saturday. Okay. As a whole, we're we're at about a, a five. Okay. Now as just just for Saturday. It's a, like around a seven. Okay, John, you probably don't have a weekend. They combined but, for me, so yeah. I would say five. Five? Okay. See, I'm going to put it a little bit higher to six for the overall, because again, I think there's a lot more lot more good things about it than the, the shitty things, but man, those shitty things were really fucking rough. I would say for Saturday, I'm putting that at a seven. Um, yeah. We didn't get to see quite as much as I wanted to panel-wise, just because again, it's hard to navigate. And it's sometimes it's not worth trying to like and run across the way to see if maybe if you can get in. Right. And that's what I was talking about is like the amount of people here is discouraging me to go yes. do some of this stuff because I don't want to have to navigate and wait in lines and maybe potentially not get into the, you well, know, I appreciate that whatever. lines are part of the con experience. If it were just waiting in line, it wouldn't be so bad. Like fucking thunder doming your way from one place <laughs> to another place is not normally part of the con experience. True. That's what's overwhelming for That's me. That's a really good point too, though. Like the interactions you have with fans, like when we were waiting in line to get our passes, we talked to that, that older couple. They yeah. were a blast. They were they're talking cool, about yeah. like, they went yeah. to Disney with their kids and they're like, don't bring your little infants to Disney. It sucks. <laughs> um, but we talked to them. We talked to some other people in line. I mean, th- you're, you're right, John, this is part of the experience. But the problem is, it was like everyone's all like the, the most of the conversation is what the fuck do we do? Right. No, the lines aren't bad. It is just too hard to navigate because there is no direction. Everyone is going in every fucking direction at once and the halls are just too small. And that that's to me the part that like it's like, oh, never mind. Right. Like if you were just, oh, stroll from here to there and go wait in a line. OK, that's what cons are. Fine. I'll accept that part, you know? Yeah. The amount of anxiety that I experienced trying to navigate both so high. Uh, Joe Bob's line and yeah. then back to the Evil Dead photo op line was extremely high. It was terrible. Because right when we got up to Joe Bob, the guys we were taking the photo with, with the Evil Dead and Bruce Campbell, they started ringing me up on the <laughs> phone. They're like, dude, you got five minutes. I'm like, five minutes? I, 
you know, I was like, well, I can't leave now. I'm already like, yeah, he was like next in line. Yeah. So it was like, hope I make it. I I shouldn't have had, I shouldn't have gotten into that uh, situation in the first place. Well, it's because they lied to us and they said, go away for a half hour. They were already a half hour behind as soon as they opened the doors. And then they were like, fucking JK. So the events that, you know, the delay of getting the wristbands stopped me from talking to Joe Bob the day before, which was my plan. And then both of the things that I wanted to do started happening at the same time. And that that comes down to the organization of the event. Even fixing half the things we've talked about would probably be enough to placate most of the anxiety. But it's the perfect storm of like no one. It it is really basically like you have to work to figure out what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. We went to that, um, the Lance Hendrickson thing or the Silent Night, Deadly Night thing. And I was like, you're like, we're in the Maverick room. And I'm like, where? Like, I was in this hallway. There's no signs to tell you where the room is. Oh, yeah. So. I had to go ask uh, somebody. I was like, hey, where? Because it says Maverick above a hallway. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. is this the But line? there's like 19 doors in this hallway with <laughs> none of them labeled. It was like, where are we going? And this is our second year, right? No one right. has been here before, right? Correct. Okay. Right. Well, we should do, Mark, since we're going to be here on Sunday, we'll do like a little post five follow-up that we'll post later in the week in case anything cool or awesome happens on Sunday. But we should also talk to the people we went with. I believe uh, your friends Richard and Sam, my friend Alex. We should basically get their like ratings on the whole thing too, because I think that might have been their first year for some of them. Sure. Yeah. So I'd we can, like to know in the point five. We'll basically we'll bring up any like kind of cool or terrible things that happen Sunday. Hopefully nothing terrible happens Sunday, but we'll bring anything up like that as a follow up, and we'll also get their reactions because I'd be interested to see how they felt about these events. Because I don't think um, I don't think Richard and Sam had to deal with the line, but I think Alex did the check-in line. So right. I'd like to see if it kind of like correlates across the way we feel. Because again, this is our second year. We kind of I bet Sunday will be the best day. It will be less busy, and y'all won't have to get wristbands. You think so? With those panels, those like high nobody knew that those panels were happening. So unless people added Sunday, like they're like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to add a second day. Everyone came today. Hmm. Yeah, taking into account, like, if people had already pre-planned to go yeah. to Saturday because they figured all the fun stuff was happening. Right, and then they got to go to work on Monday. Sunday could like, be lighter. Yeah, I think Sunday is going to be and much And people lighter. are driving in from beyond just, like, Austin, like where we're from. I think people right. are, like, driving from Oklahoma and stuff like so they that. they got to hit yeah. the road, get back to work, you know? It's yeah. unfortunate. That yeah. stuff needs to be fixed. Yeah. Um, are you guys even considering coming next year? This was talked about a lot at our dinner. Yes. I said no last year. Here I am. I, I really mean it. I'm not coming back. You're done for I'm good. I'm done. Unless they get a new venue. If they get a new venue, then I will give them You'll another give chance. You'll give it a shot. If they stay at the DFW I Hyatt, don't see them, I am I don't not see coming them back. Leaving. I don't see them leaving I'm not Hyatt. doing it. It's, it's, it's the devil you know at this point, I feel like. I feel like they're like, we know how to run it here. No, they it's don't. Not, so. I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like, as I said, I, think, I feel like they <laughs> feel like this. Um, I don't see them doing that. I mean, if they were selling it all three days, I could see them being like, all right, we got to fucking shit or get off the pot. But that's fair. I would come back if, man, I'm trying to think of like what horror franchises or what people would like get me to like. I was going to say that. That's kind of my feeling is like, I don't know if there's any other franchises that would get the effort out of me again. I've kind of seen a lot of the big ones at this point. Evil Dead, last year was Jason, you know, Chucky. And then we had uh, Freddy Krueger here this Mm. time. It's like, we're kind of running out of the stuff that would make me put in the effort to go. Yeah, we had uh, Halloween this, this year, this, which uh, is right, my exactly. big one. I just don't know if I have the effort in for another round, unless they change venues. Right. You what know, if so, they brought okay. like the Shaun of the Dead cast? Yeah, that might do it. But no, I mean, I love Shaun of the Dead and all, but nah. One, it'd probably be over a hundred dollars to even get any time with them. You know, it's like all right, I'm not going to. 
fucking blow that kind of money. I'll so. say this. If one thing would get me to buy a day pass. If they had like the core cast and the director of 28 Days Later. I mean, I think Danny Boyle's doing too much shit at this point <laughs> to like basically stop, drop and like come back and do Frightmare. But like I would have a hard time saying no to that core cast just because, again, that's like my favorite franchise is Halloween. My favorite horror movie is 28 Days Later. So yeah. I feel like I find it sort of obligated. I also find myself wanting to come just to see what Mondo's got. <laughs> but dude, that's kind I of like mean, icing on the cake. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, but then I, just, I also realized I dropped like 300 bucks. I mean, it would be super did. cool to like see Linda Blair. Mark and I were talking about the fact that I don't is think she's still alive. That being said, I mean, you know, thanks for tuning in. We're going to, I'm sure like, you know, have more to follow up on, but like, you know, this has been our, Linda Blair second. is still alive. Oh, that's cool. Then. Okay. That might be, that might be dope. Yeah. It would still would not get me to come back to Frightmare. Wow. So you're just legit done. Yeah. It's just it, at this venue, it just makes me way too anxious and uncomfortable. That's fair. I mean, I'm I probably out on uh, weekend passes from this point on. Well, yeah, because I mean, you're just pissing away one day, right. so <laughs> you're literally pissing away Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless you come up a day early and and right. And then it's on like, Thursday. man, are you going to take four man, days off? Friday work must for fucking. Friday must have been the best day for those people that actually came up Thursday to get their wristbands. They no one's in. in nobody in the goddamn room. That's true. <laughs> Lucky fucks. <laughs> 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 Again, I'm having an okay time. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking piss all over it because what I've done has been really amazing. But man, it is just. It's hard to 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 know that you've got an amazing like like you've got like a Super Nintendo inside that Christmas gift, but you have yeah. to like fucking like tear through razor wire to get to it. You're just like, ah, is it worth it? If you out there listening have a high tolerance for inconvenience, <laughs> and you've never seen any of these people. Come to Frightmare. It, there, the content is good. It's worth doing at least once. I think. See, I'm gonna be devil's advocate. I'm gonna say like, if you're just a fan of like horror stuff, Frightmare is the shit. But I think you do have to mentally prepare yourself for the potential like struggle that will be trying to figure it out and navigate it. But it's manageable because again, today, like today was not that bad. Once I kind of knew like if I wanted to know something, I needed to go track someone down and be like, where the fuck do I go? You know, like, but again, it's difficult to know that you have to do that. Prepare yourself. You're not going to do everything you want to do. Everything on that, the guest list and the panels and the signatures, if you want to get it all and you only show up one day, it ain't going to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. But it's, I don't know. I think it's, I'm going to say a little more positive on it. But yeah, we'll loop back around. If you guys are listening, you guys went to Frightmare, uh, let us know what you thought. I mean, if we, if you had an insanely better experience than us, let us know what you did. We would love to learn from your, yeah. your techniques and Give experience. us your hints, or maybe we're just old crotchety men that don't want to deal with crowds anymore. That's Could also that. possibly true. Um, okay, well, check us out at thegravetalk.com. We've got all of our Frightmare pictures coming up on the Instagram. You can see what we saw. On um, the egg. Anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Just check it. We got our Twitter. We got some stuff on there, too, if you don't want to use Instagram. But if you saw us walking around and you secretly had knew who we are and have been taking creepy photos of us, you know, tag us and put them online. We'll be yes. happy to file a restraining order. All my photos are creepy photos. <laughs> too bad you didn't have a shish kebab of unrequited love with Barbara Crampton. That woman has bad. aged magnificently. Tracy Lords too. Holy shit. I was like, yeah. yo, ladies, like whatever you're doing, are you immortal? Because like for just fucking nailing it. Oh, here's here's a funny thing. We walked by <laughs> uh we walked by Barbara Crampton's booth and I was looking at all of her eight by tens that you could purchase, and one of her is just in this sexiest hell uh dominatrix outfit. Yes, I, did I know see that, that movie that is. That's <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't imagine purchasing this print and going 
Can you sign your boobies for me, ma'am? It's <laughs> probably her she best selling one. Up. I guarantee yeah. you she's like, fuck yeah. I mean, I can't I can't imagine. Now I'm not a sexy lady, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I, I don't think confirm. I'll ever be a sexy lady. But I mean, if you're if you're acting and like you're kind of known for your looks and you're acting and stuff like that, it's gotta be also kind of nice to be like, hell yeah, I still got it. People still think I'm like, you know, that picture's hot. You know, like I don't know. I think it'd be like probably not a negative. I wish people thought of me that way all the time. <laughs> the <end>. wow. <laughs> Just play the, the like the whole like. Da, 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 yeah, I'm gonna da, play da, the da, the Hulk da. music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh man. But yeah, so that's right, Mayor. So far, so far. Point five coming out soon. Well, is that gonna do it? That'll do it. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> that was creepy. I loved it.